All right. What is up, everybody? Day two of the World Cup. My name is Keith Jameson. I go by Gay Guy 231 across the DFS industry. And if you're like me and had a little bit too much guitar in your lineups today, we move on to Slate 2. Should be a lot of fun. I think it's a really good classic three game. We're going to go over the strategy with the staggered starts. Then I also think, obviously, capping off the USA showdown for all of us American fans is going to be hell of fun. Quick reminder, like, subscribe, and comment to the video. And if you are interested in full coverage, it's been awesome to see a number of people new from YouTube that said they've been watched for, for a while. Join the Discord. $40 gets you everything in the entire uh, tournament. So all the showdowns, all the classics, chat once lineups come out. So an hour before the game, chat with Storm and I. Uh, to go over all we can, do the best we possibly can over your lineups, to give you sometimes not the most fun answers, right? You give us two good options on players, and it's like whoever does the best, like there's not a process difference between it, but a lot of times, you know, we can snuff out process differences, try to help you on the uh, right road for your lineups on top of the core plays. All right, enough sales, enough sales, no more sales. Let's get to the football, almost said soccer, the football. So let's open up. We are doing all of these. Hopefully, there might I I don't want to do unfulfilled promises, but I'm sure there will be a car video or two. Just the nature of my schedule. But when I can get in front of a computer and show you the formations, that is what I want to do. So first game, 8 a.m. England versus Iran. I think it is so so important that England is the first game because England is the lineup that I think could change the most. I think this is a pretty good accurate description or yeah by uh, SofaScore. With Foden and Sterling, Sterling could very much give way to Saka, who's been unbelievable all season. Um, you know, England could also go to a back four. I've seen predictions of that as well, with Mason Mount coming in to play the number ten. We've seen this is Garrett Southgate's preferred formation, big favorite first game. Garrett Southgate, in my opinion, is a boring, boring manager, so I think he's going to default to this formation. So I think this is pretty accurate, even if it means Eric Dyer has to play. All right. Let's talk about the England set situation. If this is the lineup, it should be Trippier and Foden splitting sets. Um, I much prefer Trippier. Trippier is going to be one of the most popular players on the slate. I much prefer him if he's wing back versus back four. Back four is going to be a little bit more pressure not to push forward. We've seen Southgate tell those right backs, especially in the back four, to not push up as much. But when they're wing back and they have that coverage, a little bit more freedom. Also, to mention a fit, I don't think he is. But if Kyle Walker's fit, Stones is going to move the middle, and that's going to be Kyle Walker, who they love that speed to have him in the back line. Um, but Trippier, I think he's a cash core type of player. Um, him and Foden, again, splitting the England sets. Foden gets a lot more attacking peripherals. I think Foden, to me, is like the best player on or the best play on the entire slate um, at his price. He's like 74, 7,600, mid only, but we'll be able to fill the forward spot, no problem. So I think Foden and Trippier is probably where you're going to go in cash. Luke Shaw's viable. He's not taking corners really anymore for them. He doesn't take them over Foden in past games and doesn't cross the ball a ton too. So I think I can pass on Shaw. Obviously, the you know the big play on the slate is Harry Kane. I think Harry Kane is going to decide for a lot of people if you cash or don't. Just like today, if you play Inter Valencia, it was close to 50% in cash. If you had him, you cash. It doesn't matter if you had like zeros, you cash. If you didn't, you didn't. Like that's sometimes going to happen how it happens. And I think on this classic slate, Harry Kane is going to be the mo- one of the most popular players on the slate. He might start out with minus 1.5 points. There is the armband controversy with him. Um, I don't know what they call it. I think it's the pride band is, is uh, the correct term for it. 
But, you know, I saw rumors that if he wears it, he's starting about the yellow card. That being said, I think he has the best scoring odds on the slate. Um, you know, England's minus 333 favorite. You expect probably multiple goals for an Iran team that is very undermanned compared to this talent on England. Um, so I'd expect Kane to be on be on a goal or assist watch. Of course, has penalties. It's one of the best penalty takers in, in the world. So I think he's fine. Sterling could be a very decent GPP leverage. I think Sterling's ownership would be way down. Um, as is one other, I, I'll just don't mean like go through the entire England um, lineup, but Jude Bellingham too. You know, his, his price is very weird in the middle, middle tier. Um, obviously, he's one of the most talented midfielders in the world. I think he is really worth a go. I think Declan Rice be a super popular punt, 3,400. Um, then Harry Maguire is much maligned, but he is big set piece target. So, you know, a correlation aspect of him or Stones plus like Trippier or Foden. Um, in GPP, we saw the last World Cup have a ton of center back goals, especially from John Stones, who had a game with two goals. Could see all that. And then obviously pick first in play if you have a salary. All right. I went over every England player. Let's go to the Iran. Only two players really to note here, especially with England being so defensively stout. But Yahakimbash and Gudos will split sets. I don't think any of them are played for the main slate. But if you want to get really weird in GPP, those would be the two to target. Let's move on to the next game. Senegal versus Netherlands. I already see Netherlands goalie here is wrong. This is going to be Noppert. Noppert, six foot eight, one of the best goalkeepers in the Netherlands right now. Please for Herovin, I believe is how you say it. Guy's massive. He's like six foot eight, six foot nine. He's going to get the first go for the Netherlands. But Netherlands minus one seventy five. Big reason Senegal missing Sadio Mane. Let's start with Netherlands. I think, and I don't know if I'm like, I don't. So for those who are new. I don't read content. I don't watch any content. I have no idea what the industry has to say about things. I go in my a beat of my own drum on these things. I think Cody Gakpo could be the best play on the slate. Um, best play on the slate. Taking Monopoly set pieces for PS for uh, PSG. Geez. PSV. Um, he could very easily take a Monopoly here without Memphis Depay. Memphis Depay is not fit for the game. Could be on the bench. But Cody Gakpo has been had one of the most cool contributions in the entire world to start the season. Young player is likely to get a move in January. I think he's going to be the breakout of the tournament. I'm very, very high on him here. He's 9,100, pulls a forward spot. At worst, he takes half the set pieces, and he's going to uh, split with Toon Koopmeyers. At best, it's Monopoly. Either way, he's in the attacking third. Um, just great playmaker. I think Senegal is a little again, up against it here, especially without Mane. They play very good football, but I think they're going to be on the defensive play on the counter. I really, really like Akpo. Vincent Jansen, goal or bust. Steven Bergwijn, funny enough, as much as you know him from Spurs, plays decent for Ajax, he's still goal or bust. Those are not my type of plays. I think got Kakpo in optimal and in cash is the way you go and you get your Netherlands exposure. Daily Blend and Dumfries are fine as attacking fullbacks. Dumfries has a lot more goal equity. So if you're going to pick one of the two of them for big upside, Dumfries is the one that gets forward. Um, Koopa Myers, it just, as I mentioned, could take some set pieces. Otherwise, you know, that's going to be where he's going to drive a lot of his value. So I think I'm probably passing, you know, I'd rather go, you know, different routes, but you know, he's viable. Obviously the back line, um, you know, without Mane, I think the goal threat's way down. So if you want to do some like goalkeeper defense correlation, I'm fine with that. Van Dyke, obviously the biggest set piece threat for the Netherlands. Um, for Senegal, their sets are definitely up in the air. I think, I think if this is the lineup, okay, I haven't seen many predictions. So let's go on with this. I think Cedrisa Gay took at the end of the um of AFCON. Um, we saw Sar playing right back, not this Sar. They have another Sar. 
I can't remember his first name right now, like Bubakar or something like that. Anyhow, he was taking almost all the set pieces, and then Teresa Gay started cutting into it. So I would assume Teresa Gay has a chance at some. Uh, he's cheap and viable, so I think it works. And Ishmael Asar for Watford, very dynamic player. I could see him jumping on some. He's never really taken set pieces at club level, but you know he crosses the ball a ton, so he has the ability to put that technique. Um, but yeah, Ishmael Asar and Gay would be my my top plays to go. Netherlands should be pretty stout defensively, so I'm just not super high on Senegal here, but um, you know, those would be the routes I would go. Final game, USA. I believe that we could win. I believe that we could win. Come on, guys. Massive game versus Wales. I can't wait. Um, let's talk in detail about this game. Obviously, it's the featured showdown as well. Let's start from the USA side of things, okay? This is a very different lineup that SofaScore has than I've seen. What I saw recently from people that somewhat are in the know is Josh Sargent up the middle, which I think is a mistake. Jesus Ferreira has been in that role. Feel like he has more Sar or Sargent's been in and out of the team, but has been playing well for Nor Norwich. We know Greg is big on form. Don't don't even don't even get me started. But whether it's Ferreira or if it's Sargent, I think they're more GPP anyways. Right wing, I've seen seen um Timothy Weah. That's who it should be. Timothy Weah has been like the best to second best player for the USA during all the different breaks. Just been absolutely dynamic at the right wing. I know Aronson's playing at Leeds. I know Aronson's playing well. We all love Brendan Aronson. This is not a shot on Aronson, but I think it needs to be Timothy Weah. So I think it's Pulisic, Sergeant Weah, much to some people's chagrins. I don't know who else would be there. Tim Ream is probably the left center back. So other than that, I've seen that's the, that's the rest of the lineup. The midfield's pretty set. I don't see a way that he goes there. Greg's not playing anything other than 4-3-3. These are the three midfielders. Des, Zimmerman, Robinson are pretty all, all locked in. Pulisic obviously locked in. We go from there. All right. If that formation that I said comes to fruition, Pulisic will take Monopoly set pieces. Um, if Aronson is in, I, we've seen him split. Sorry if you can hear the sun scream in the background. This is my window. If screams happen, that's how we're going with it. But Pulisic will be a lock and load on showdown. I think he's going to be potentially over-owned in classic. I have Gakpo ahead of Pulisic. Better team. Better player, Ducks. This is what it is. And, you know, better matchup. So, um, but Pulisic obviously is very, very buy, cash viable on Classic. Monopoly set pieces. Lock and Showdown. Very strong possibility he is your Showdown captain. And you go from there. Anthony Robinson has been the much more attacking of the fullbacks. Serginio Dest, very attacking as well. Timothy Weah, as I discussed, has been taking guys on like crazy. We should see Gio Reyna sub in. We should see Aronson sub in. Weston McKinney, the most attacking of the midfielder spots. Those are your guys to target. If you think the USA wins 1-0, Matt Turner is a great play. If you don't, you stay away from Matt Turner. I don't think Wales is going to, like, pepper shots. Could be wrong, but I don't think that's going to happen. All right, that should cover USA side. Let's go to the Wales side of things. Much to everybody's surprise, Gareth Bale is not the guy that takes set pieces for Wales on all the breaks. He could. He could. He takes a lot of direct free kicks. But Daniel James takes majority of set pieces. I think Daniel James' 5200 is a really, really solid play in the mid-tier. Like, he kind of sticks out in there depending on lineup. So, I think Daniel James and the attacking third plays in the EPL. Higher level than a lot of USA guys. Gets to play with Gareth Bale. Gets to have that type of thing. I think Daniel James is a really nice play. He's a lock and load in showdown. And then just depending on how you feel, I think one of the biggest decisions on the showdown site is you play Gareth Bale. He was not good for LAFC. Did score one of the most important goals in their history, getting them to extra time, then winning in PKs in the MLS final. But he has not been healthy. 
I'm sure he's going to spring back to health here. Um, but, you know, USA pretty decent defensively. Um, I think that they will be circling. Gareth Bale is a guy they need to stop. I don't think he's really a good play on, on Classic. I do think he's more playing showdown. Um, Roberts, Nico Williams, both attacking fullbacks. They cross the ball a decent amount. Kiefer Moore is a big guy, so they do have a target person. But um, neither one like stands out as like somebody you have to play. Um, Aaron Ramsey, the other really good player for them. Um, he can take a set piece as well. But again, it's been Daniel James even over Ramsey as well. Um, Ethan Appadu for a punt. Um, 3K on the main slate because um, he plays a lot of center back for his club. And he'll sometimes play center back for Wales too. But a lot of times he's in that midfield role. Good player. So I think 3K for a punt for a midfielder that's defensive. Maybe that gives you a little bit of flexibility in your lineups. That makes sense. All right. That'll do it for the breakdown of the games. Let me just go real quickly over cash tra- or strategy for the staggered slates. Make sure that your utility spot is the last guy that locks. Okay. So if you have a guy from USA Wales, he should automatically be in utility. So if it's Daniel James, if it's Christian Pulisic, unless Pulisic you needed for a forward spot, but if it's anybody else that you were able to fill previously, they should be in the utility spot. The reason for that is so that you can swap if A, if A, he's out, or B, if there's just a different play, or if it's super chalk and you're way behind. If you're way behind and you have Pulisic in the utility, you are not going to gain ground on people. You need to go ahead and switch that to like a Timothy Weah, to a Gareth Bale, somebody else to get off the ownership and hopefully have just a little differential to push you into cash. Um, it also makes a lot of sense potentially if you're trying to break ties. Let's say that you're on a final punt, right? Let's say that you have 3K as defender and you're like, do I go for a Senegal center back or do I wait for a Wales or a USA center back? You wait if all else is equal because now you can have a 2v2. Now you can go down from, let's say, from Pulisic to Daniel James and then up from a punt to like Anthony Robinson or something like that to give you a little bit more differential. So that's some of the strategy with the staggered space. Make sure you use your utility to your advantage and you're watching what's happening. If you're way behind that, you take some risks to try to go ahead and overcome everybody else. All right, that'll do it. Let's just go over like prelim course for classic. I'll, I will go Harry Kane. Boring. I know. Tough. Phil Foden. Shoot. You know, Gakpo or Trippier or both or neither. Whatever you want to do. That'll be classic. And then USA, of course, uh, we'll say Pulisic, um, Daniel James, and then... I'll probably go USA fullback. So Anthony Robinson, Serginio Dest. Still got to play around with those bills, but that's how I would roll. All right, guys, good luck. Make sure you tune back again tomorrow. I'm not going to miss a slate. I'm not going to miss a slate on these videos, okay? Unless I am in a deathbed. And then I'll probably hopefully tweet out that I'm in a deathbed. No video tonight, today. Maybe just still go live, something like that. Anyhow, um, hope you guys are enjoying this tournament as pumped as I am. Um, again, if you are thinking about, you want extra help, um, you want to join a community to watch these games, Sweat it out on the DFSI. We'd love to have you at FSI. Um, it would be our absolute pleasure. With that, thank you guys for watching. Again, smash that like button. Smash the subscribe button. It really does help. That'll say, see you.